Welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for you. And it's time for Tornado Tag Radio. Now making their way to the ring, it's your hosts, John and Marianne. Thank you, Irving, and hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 140 of Tornado Tag Radio here on NOTLG.com. We're going to talk about Raw, SmackDown Live, NXT. We're going to talk about Hell in a Cell. And uh, we're going to talk about my uh, Wrestler of the Year list because it has been severely updated. My name is John, and joining me this week, as she does every week, is the Tommy End to my Michael Dante. Marianne, hello. Hello. Take two. <laughs> yeah, John <laughs> fucked up the first time. Somebody forgot to hit record, but I caught it within the intro. So that's... <laughs> imagine recording like forty-five minutes. I have never done that. I've never done that badly. It's always I always look over at least a couple of times. And go, oh, okay, it's recording, so we're fine. okay. Good. I look over a bunch, but we're good now. Because I can't talk forever. That was a joke. Please laugh. Oh, I. <laughs> I cut you <laughs> off. I cut you off real hard. I was like, nope, we're not recording. You need to stop talking. <laughs> um, how are you? Because I have, um, man, did I have a week. Um, I am good. Um, this past weekend, I had a lot of weekend of firsts. I flew by myself up to Portland slash Vancouver, Washington. I took a lift by myself to the airport to fly by myself. Oh. And then I took a lift to the airport on the way back as well. My flight got canceled. I had to stay an extra night, and it was a lot of fun. I went to a corn maze um, that's been going on for, like, years and years and years, and they change the maze every year, and it's, like, really hard. Corn maze. Have you ever seen that skit about the corn maze? Should I have? I'll I'll see if I can find it. I will put it in the show notes if I can find it. Uh, it was... Um, from Human Giant, which is Aziz Ansari, uh, Paul Shear, and then the third guy whose name I can't remember. Funny dudes. It's very funny, but anyway. Corn Maze was so much fun. Like, it wasn't scary or anything, obviously. It was just literally just like a maze in yeah. the cornfield, and Giant it was awesome. Maze. There was like a bridge, and like... It was I would I went with one other person and we would go and we would trade off on which every time we got to like an intersection, we would trade off on who gets to pick what direction to go in. And it changes every year. Yeah. So you can't like cheat, basically. And um, I went to that and then I went to the Portland Night Market, which was really fun. Um, drank a lot of booze, had an amazing honeydew boba thing. Um, but yeah, like I. I flew by myself <laughs> and That's I never thought that I would be able to do that. I thought that I would freak out or something and I was fine, but my flight got canceled. I couldn't fly back into San Jose. So I had to fly into San Francisco at like six in the morning. Oh God. But then I was like stuck at the airport for like two hours after because my parents got stuck in traffic to come and pick me up. And then they couldn't find me at the airport. Jeez. Oh, and then when they finally did find me, we couldn't find our way back to the car. It was like that horrible. It was like that episode of Seinfeld where yeah. she's got the goldfish in a bag, except I'm the goldfish in a bag because I was sleepy <laughs> and I was grumpy. And yeah. Well, all right. <laughs> How then. was your week? Oh, boy. So my week last week, I spent Friday night and all of Saturday watching progress. So I am officially caught up with that promotion. I watched, it was all day. I think I watched wrestling for at least 12 hours. It was insane. It was a lot of wrestles. Um, my We had to get the pipes replaced in our apartment because uh, both the master bedroom, which is mine, and uh, Nick and Chandra, who are my roommates, their bathroom, um, our, both of our showers and our toilets backed up and flooded, uh, part of our apartment. So we had to have 
the carpet's cleaned. They had to replace all the pipes, and uh, everything's good now on that. Tell front. the shitty kids upstairs stop flushing cars down the toilet. Yeah, basically. So uh, all the pipes are replaced. It's all good. And um, the, I'm not even joking because that was such a. I had to spend the night at my parents' house on Monday because uh, you know shit water. <laughs> And Tuesday, I I sit down after everything's all clean. They clean my carpet. Everything's good. I sit down and I start to. Uh, I'm eating dinner, and wouldn't you know it? A um, seven years ago, I uh, broke one of my teeth in the back. Oh of my, my mouth. god! This is what that's from. Oh no. <sighs> and um, apparently, seven years is the the lifetime on the. The part of the tooth that was fake. So, um. Wait, didn't you just get that fixed recently or did that? Oh, no, no, no. This is a completely different tooth. God, John, you're like falling apart there, man. I know. This, this is a tooth from seven years ago that has been fine up until Tuesday night. God damn. What were you eating? Um, I can't even remember, but it just like, that was it. It just decided to fall out of my mouth and now I'm missing part of it's, it's a tooth all the way in the back. So, you know, it's not visible. Um, it doesn't hurt right now. I've knocked on wood. Um, I heard. So yeah, that's been my week. Um, you know, soldiering on actually, you know what, now that I think about it, we're not going to have an episode next week unless we, uh, because I will be traveling to Disneyland. Fuck you. I want to go to Disneyland. Tim can't go to Disneyland with me. Oh, man. I told him I'd even pay for it. Rough. Is my love not enough for you, Timothy? Assuming that you're listening, I'll just make you listen when I kidnap you. Oh, my God. Timothy being Tim Donst. Yes, I've heard of him. You just I, I made the him. list. I've heard of I him. Love, I love him so much. It's He's the only person that would never hurt me. Seven minutes in. Seven minutes. I feel like that's that's, a like, that's not quite a record. Uh, you're probably right. But, yeah. So let's talk about Monday Night Raw. The uh, the Tom Phillips, Corey Graves reunion. The, wait, I thought they'd been re- reunited I know. before. Just on Raw. Oh, yeah. This is just like Tom and Corey week, basically. They're the best of friends. I and love I love it. them dearly. You are the you are the Tom Phillips to my Corey Graves. Oh, perfect. I We've said it. that before. We I have. think you were upset the first time because you didn't want to be Tom Phillips, but I was like, no, man, Tom Phillips is actually pretty funny. Yeah, he's great. I like Tom he Phillips. He could be Byron. That's true. He and um, Byron do sound exactly the same. No, they do not. Yes, they do. One sounds jaded. The other one sounds way too happy to be alive. <laughs> so uh, we open with uh, Seth Rollins taking on Braun Strowman and man this was a fun match I had a lot of fun with this yeah it was really fun um it was somebody made a joke of uh somebody it was Corey Graves made a joke of on doomsday preppers do you remember no I don't think so he 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 made a joke regarding um doomsday like preppers and he was like you better prepare and like have your lifetime supply of ramen noodles and i was like do you have to be a doomsday prepper to have a lifetime supply of ramen noodles <laughs> i'm asking for me <laughs> <laughs> i mean because he i don't remember what the context was i should have written it down but i remember going wait a second are you judging Corey? what the hell <laughs> <laughs> i mean i guess so did you wait did you watch uh hulu version i did okay okay Felt like we should have established that before. Did you, know you watch Hulu where... ver- version? Did you not? Yes. Oh, okay. I did. The part where Braun was like trying to crush Rollins' head. Oh, God. He looked like it was the hardest thing he's ever tried. <laughs> like, it, it, it was really, like, it should look effortless, but he looked like it was the hardest thing he had ever tried to do in his life. <laughs> like, Well, yeah, crushing a human skull. I mean, probably takes a lot of effort. Well, he could be made of steel. True. We don't know. So um, Braun gets the win eventually after a, a hard-fought battle by Seth Rollins. And uh, Dean Ambrose comes out for some help. Poor baby Seth. And uh, the bar shows up. Dude, can we just talk about Braun's pants? I'm going to start calling him Braun Big Patches O'Houlihan. Okay. Just thought I would put that out there. All right. Um, but yeah, the bar comes out and I went, wow, this isn't obvious where it's going. Yeah. Not obvious at all. Uh, we'll we'll more on that a little later. I mean, they they uh, you know they rough up Seth and and Dean. Dude, even Cesaro with his missing teeth is gorgeous. 
He's got I a. I love uh, him. Oh, I'm sorry. There we go. You just made the list. Um, he, he's uh, so handsome. He's got the mouth guard in. I think he should just start wearing that forever. It's great. He looks amazing all the time. He just looked particularly handsome. I don't know. I just love Cesaro. He's a babe. Let's talk about this problematic uh, Mickey James segment. Dude. I was having a lot of issues with this. That segue into the recap of Alexa Bliss between Corey and Tom was so reminiscent of you and I. <laughs> like, just Corey's reaction to Alexa Bliss and my indifference. We, <laughs> like, we switched roles. Yeah, it was, a, it was just a segue into the Alexa Bliss segment that was just so... Yeah, we switched roles momentarily. So, Mickey James is walking backstage, and she runs into Alicia Fox, who we haven't seen on television for a little while. Um, and she's laughing for some reason. Then we run into Emma, and Emma is also laughing. And Emma's the first one to uh, mention, even at your age... Which is just like, what the fuck are we doing right now? It's so messed up. She's not even that old. And then... I'm like, really? You're taking this angle? Yeah. Uh, Mickey James goes into her apparently private locker room. Um, and uh, there there is a box. Uh, oh, someone has left her a gift, which is why Foxy and Emma are laughing. And it's not even funny. No, it's really not. It was a, uh, a box of Depends. So we're going with old jokes. And a walker. Anna Walker, and I just say, boo, that's what I said. I said, that's really fucked up. That's like low-blow, not-even-funny humor. That's like Mean Girls. Yeah. Mean Girls Day. And, uh... Which was a thing that happened. Mickey James walks on over to Alexa Bliss's locker room. You just made the list! And she knocks on that door a lot, and my goodness, Nia Jax is immediately... Right in Mickey James's face. So apparently we've patched things up. Between... I don't think that that ever was like not like I I that friendship. I use air quotes is very forced. Naya puts. I mean, up but with they're but, but they're like legitimate best friends. I know, which is so funny. I only have a couple of notes here, but one of them is my goodness, Alexa looks amazing. So this is another one of these. You just made the list. Um, and Naya challenges Mickey and Mickey says, yeah, sure. Let's do it. There you go. Uh, we get a, um, Bray Wyatt segment where he just keeps saying the same thing over and over again. And I'm like, you know, that thing he does. And I was like, lol, no thanks. I was like, okay, I don't know what's happening here. Uh, and then we had the uh, Nia Jax, Mickey James match. And, uh, I liked the match. That was pretty good. I love Mickey's theme. How great was Nia Jax's eye roll though? (laughs) It was great. When she went to go get in the ring, it was like the most savage eye roll I've ever seen. <laughs> it oh, was man. not a bad match at all. Like, you fucking go, Mickey. She held her own. Yeah, Mickey's great. Uh, and, I mean, Nia's been been improving as well. It was such a great Nia showcase match. Yes. They both looked really, really good. Um, I realize why it is I don't like Alexa Bliss in pigtails, even though she wasn't wearing pigtails, is because when she wears them up like that, like... She looks like Angelica from the Rugrats. Uh-huh. You, have you yeah. tweeted that at her? Hmm? No. Please do that. That would be hilarious. Well, you know what? I will next time she does it. Um, I really, really wanted one of those reverse roundhouse kicks, but I didn't get one and I was sad. Yeah. Uh, Alexa Bliss attacks Mickey James and uh, she gets a Mick kick for her trouble on the outside. And uh, yeah, that's um, that's pretty much... The end of that segment, and which is followed up by an even, f- like, the funniest segment of the night, which was Renee Young interviewing Enzo Amore and saying, Enzo, uh, everybody seems to not respect you, and they hate you, and they think that you're dumb. Uh, what do you think of that? And he doesn't say anything, and she goes, thank you for your time. <laughs> Oh, my God. That was so great. And the crowd reaction was great. You can hear them just laughing hysterically. Because nobody respects him. Like, literally nobody. I have another question. Uh, I have a question here, Marianne. Mm -hmm. Why is uh, Charlie dressed like Colonel Sanders? Dude, that's her name? Yes. I just put not Renee. (laughs) What uh, What was that? I don't fucking know. I just know that she's not good. I was, uh... And that her eyes are really close together. Oh, my God. Wow. Just throw... She's like the Alex Shelley of the WWE. <laughs> Colonel Charlie. 
which is probably going to be the name of this episode. <laughs> Colonel Charlie in the backstage segment. Uh, so Charlie is talking to Mickey James, and Kurt Angle comes up and says, you're going to get your your match against Alexa Bliss at uh, TLC. So there you go. I think that's the – is that the first match for TLC? I think I it think is. So. I think it is. Is and then we had the Miz taking on Roman Reigns for the Intercontinental Championship. Uh, they, <laughs> the Miz and the Miz do the Shield entrance. So that's settled. <laughs> um. Well, okay, but uh, let's uh, let's hold on here. So Roman destroys Bo and Curtis. He just destroys them. Yeah. Absolutely kills I love how Roman's got a considerable amount of actual cheering going on these past couple weeks. Yeah. It's very... It's so weird. It's very interesting. It's because the Miz knows how to do his fucking job. Yeah. Um, And eventually the bar come out. And that's that's when it was like, rumors of the S.H.I.E.L.D. reuniting weren't a thing until you made them a thing. Yes. Which was just now. (laughs) So they attack... And we have, um, we do the triple power bomb to Roman. And I'm ca- like, I'm like, okay, this could be interesting. But it kind of sucks because, I mean, Bo and Axel are not going to be in that match now. There's no way. Yeah, I just honestly, when that whole thing was going on, when he was destroying, like, um, the Miz Taraj, I just wanted him to pull Seth and Dean out from under the ring instead of, like, a chair. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> that would be funny. But uh, yeah, it looks like it's going to be The Bar and The Miz taking on The Shield at TLC. I mean, we'll get to that a little later. Um, I I really want when they do matches. I mean, I would ask for this to be done if I was a wrestler. When Miz comes out and they say, accompanied by like Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel, you know, and if you're facing someone who doesn't have anyone accompanying them, it should be accompanied by himself. <laughs> <laughs> and Roman Reigns accompanied by himself. Um but I like really liked that match. Um Yeah, it was it once again um the Miz, and I said this I think last week when they did the Miz and Roman uh great chemistry. I think they have they do very well together and yeah, I would I would love to see this a little more. So are we calling this this Shame Mizro? Because you have to put Miz's name in everything. Shemizro. <laughs> I have no idea. Shemizro. I mean, after after this happened, like it made it glaringly obvious where this storyline is going. I mean, oh yeah, oh because we get the stupid uh... and totally pointless move. But I mean, am I even excited for this reunion anymore? Like that's what it's becoming. Wow. Like, Really? I think no. I will get to that later. I changed yeah. my mind. I think kind of later. So I think Miz. Miz is so fucking good. I couldn't even be mad at him when they did this. Like it was so. It was so shoehorned in. Yeah. Like people want a Shield reunion so bad that they are even totally down for people disrespectingly mocking it. I loved the uh, the fist bump, but it was like the bar doing their little thumbs sideways. Miz was great in that. Like, I think Miz could maybe, like, even murder someone and I would still be a fan. Wow. Like, he's just so good. The Miz could commit a murder and you would still like him. All hail. All hail, I guess. Um, Did you see the Vince Spears Okada sign? I did see the Vince Spears (laughs) Okada sign. I also did see, I can't remember if it was SmackDown or if it was Raw, I did see the Dalton Castle shirt in the front row. That's amazing. I think... Okay, so going going back to whether or not I'm still down for it, I still think I'm nostalgically super down. Like, I'll always be down, but I'm not, like, as freaking excited. Right. Like, and I want that shot of, like, the shield thing with the bar. I want that particular shot to be my background on my computer. Oh, with the with It was Miz? just a great picture. The Miz and Cesaro yeah. and Sheamus? I'll see if Imagine I can. Imagine uh... me wanting a picture of Sheamus as the background of my laptop. My God, Seamus. I really like that bar shirt, honestly. I don't know if I like it really? enough to buy it, but I do. I like it. It's very huh. like uh, Reservoir Dogs, Boondog Saints. Oh, yeah, that's what it reminds me of. Yeah, so okay. I think it's more Boondog Saints than Reservoir Dogs. But uh, Finn Balor's got a microphone, and uh, he says Bray Wyatt is a coward. Uh, he, he also started says, talking, and I put my headphones down. He also <laughs> says, don't. Don't sing it, bring it. Um, and Bray 
appears on the screen. I watched the segment so you didn't have to, Marianne. Thanks, because you just knew I wouldn't. And he keeps saying, she'd never lie to me. He keeps saying that over again. And then he says, but you did, Finn. You lied to me. You said, I can't remember what he said, but honestly, it wasn't that bad. I actually kind of enjoyed this. And he finishes it off by saying, um, the next time we meet, bring your demon because uh, Sister Abigail is alive and she's dying to meet you. B-Y-O-D. I'm sorry, what? It said B-Y-O-D, bring your own demon. Bring your own demon. Uh, bring your demon because Sister Abigail is alive and she is uh, she wants to meet him. And then Bray, I don't know what happened. They did kind of like a Morphe thing where he was wearing almost like it was like he was wearing a veil kind of. And he had like very heavy black makeup around his eyes. like, And then he would laugh, but there was also female laughter with it. So I'm not sure where we're going with this. <laughs> Watch Asuka's sister Abigail. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I feel like if anybody... Um, well, I, I don't know. Is this going to be like... I'm very... I'm interested, but I'm also very confused. Is... Is Sister Abigail going to be something that takes over uh, Bray's body, much like the demon takes over Finn Balor's body? Is that what we're... He just comes out in drag like Chuck Taylor. Dude, I don't know. I, I don't know what this is. That would, that would be so funny. I think it has to be another person. They can't do like... Who would it be, though? I, I don't know. I have no idea. I honestly Dana don't Brooke. Know. No, God, no. Please don't do that to her. <laughs> Could you imagine her just looking like she came out of a swamp doing that? No, uh, she would still, she would still do be the hand, do the handstand thing or the the cartwheel, the no hands cartwheel, yeah. an aerial. Oh my god, is that what it's called? Yes. Look at that. Uh, Enzo Amore is here now, and he says we're all going to hell. He says everyone in the cruiserweight division can go to hell, and anybody that is friends with them, they can also go to hell. Basically, anybody who's anyone can just go to hell. And, so, uh, John. Um, who's going to pay the move in, move out fee when we go to hell? I don't know. It better be fucking Enzo. Wait, you know what? I'm assuming that hell is a homeowners association. Yeah, it sounds like it. Um, Bring in work to work, Marianne. It's probably um, not, though. There, Enzo is like, if you want everyone fired that touches you, what makes, that takes away the prestige of your title when it's a champion of one? One is the loneliest number, as I have been told in the form of a song. Yes. Um, so I think the... Okay, so kudos to Enzo for making me laugh once. Oh, because he runs down. Uh, Neville and the Cruiserweights come out and they surround the ring. That and... was both good and bad because it was a way to showcase Enzo's inability to deliver consistent one-liners. What did he say to... There was one he said, uh, which he one was Noam it? He called Dara Garden Gnome, and I died. Oh, that's the one that made you laugh? I laughed at the I TJP was one. Dying. The TJP one uh, killed me. Why? I didn't I, laugh at all. I thought that oh. one was so forced. All of them were forced except the Garden Gnome one. I died. I was laughing so hard. He said, you need to bring your own papers because if I beat you up, I want to make sure I'm not beating up a minor. TJP I thought it was funny. is older than him. I, he, I know, but I also love that TJP was just like, yawn. <laughs> because that's such a TJP thing to do. Yeah. Um, and uh, Garden Gnome. I'm so, I still think that's funny. Like, I hate myself for finding that as hilarious as I did, but it was so funny. I also love that he said, who was it uh, that said he was that? Li oh, Tozawa. He's like, Tozawa, you said you liked me on Twitter, so I'm not going to say anything about you. <laughs> and that's all he had. But he, he was like really stretching it with some people. Like, yeah. he gets to Brian Kendrick and he was like, you look like a hobo. And I'm like, really? He's yeah. wearing iridescent pants. So Fuck you. Uh, Kurt Angle is here, and he comes out and he says, well, I guess none of these people can touch you, but that doesn't mean... I, I don't understand why Kurt Angle would even make that thing a thing. Like, why would you even let him... Because he's annoying, you... and he just wanted him to go away. That's what I assume. <sighs> Look, I don't know, Marianne. I'm just trying to find the logic in our predetermined fight show. Meh. Yeah, I know. Wrestling. In the wrestles. Those big old wrestles. So he says, yeah, none of these people can touch you. But uh, the newest signee 
of the cruiserweight division. He he uh he's gonna punch you real good. And uh, Kalisto comes out. Okay, I laughed really hard because it reminded me of when Kalisto was number three in the Royal Rumble, and everyone was there was just a collective sigh of disappointment. <laughs> good, and that's all I thought of. A good lucha thing. It's a happening. Kalisto comes out. He beats up Enzo, who. You know. I like how he made a show of making Enzo look really small. Yes. Like doing all the moves like really shallow. Yeah. I laughed at the uh the short Hurricane Rana. That's yeah, that's exactly what I, I was laughed really to. hard. I'm like, man, Enzo's gonna have a concussion soon. Good. If he doesn't already. Um, didn't he have one recently? He had when he fell in between Ugh, that was terrible. When he fell in between the ropes when they they threw him like hard into the bottom rope. And his head, ugh, that was bad. So, but we finish out Monday Night Raw. The big dog, the greatest wrestler on this earth, the defeater of the Undertaker, and also the torchbearer, Roman Reigns. The torchbearer. When you say that, immediately, oh my god, this is about to be a fat nerd alert for all you last podcast listeners. It's like the scene in the Lord of the Rings where that one Urukai is running with the flaming torch towards the barricade in Helm's Deep to blow up the bomb. We got a nerd alert. Yep, a nerd alert. And I, I want to get goes, that shirt, Legolas, by the way. Bring him down, and he keeps shooting arrows at him to cry and bring him down, and then he just goes, Wah! and he jumps in there, and the whole wall blows up. Yeah. The end. The <laughs> Torchbearer bi- Roman Reigns. The big dog is a hurting, and uh, his his friend Dean Ambrose shows up. And he just stands there all awkward, cracking his knuckles, as Dean Ambrose does. He stands there. Roman Reigns gets up. The camera pans out. And my God, it's Seth freaking Rollins. And he is also there. And they are all looking at each other. And then John, wait. They're in the same room? They are all in the same room. And my last note for Monday Night Raw is, oh my fuck. That is my last note. I told myself earlier... I wasn't as excited, but then except for nostalgia reasons, I was like, oh, fuck, who am I kidding? I was so excited. You're goddamn right you're excited. The, I was the less shield. excited back when it was the when we thought it was going to be the Miz Taraj. But now that Cesaro, all hail, and Miz, all hail, and Sheamus too, I guess, are involved, that kind of raises the prestige yeah. of the match a lot. So there's, there's Miz again making everything important. Yeah, this is uh I'm excited. The end of Raw was uh was pretty Very cool. Good. So And Darish say um the higher grade of two of the two shows this week. Uh yes, yes, yes you were correct. I'm sorry. I was just I was looking at this here. Because we are gonna move on to SmackDown Live, which opened with um you know, I haven't done this in a while. Renee Young. You just made the list. Uh, starting off SmackDown with Shinsuke Nakamura, and, uh, Shinsuke says, sticks and stones, baby, gender, they will not hurt me, sir, and he said it just like that. Um, I thought this- I wrote down Shinshin and Jinjin. <laughs> oh my god. So, I, I thought the, I thought the interview was alright. I, I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's not- Renee. As, yeah. Uh, the Singh brothers come out. I don't, I just love that they have their own entrance theme to introduce Jinder's entrance theme. Remember, do you remember, um, Alberto Del Rio? Who? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who is his entrance guy? It was Ricardo Rodriguez. Who friend requested me on Facebook. Thanks for reminding me of his name because I couldn't remember. Oh, wow. Um, let's hold here for a second because I don't know if you can hear that. Can you hear that? hear what the kind of white noise in the background yeah it's like it's like not like fuzz it's just like noise it's not like let's just since we didn't have facebook questions i posed questions on twitter oh did uh did anyone get back to you yeah three people nice chris and dan who don't count and then one person (laughs) i actually didn't check the official okay it's gone now um let me check let me check the official uh TTR. Are you watching King of Pro Wrestling? Could you review King of Pro Wrestling on the ninth? That'd be great. I don't fucking know what that is. Don't say it like that at the end. What do you mean? <laughs> don't, I don't fucking know what that is. <laughs> oh no, I'm not gonna do that. Oh my god, Mike. When you think about it, burning hammer doesn't make much sense, right? If someone is hitting me with a hammer, fire isn't a big concern. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay. Um 
All right, so we're we're good now. Uh, that noise is officially gone. Um, so the Singh brothers come out. What? Sorry. And, and they introduce Jinder, but Jinder attacks from behind because he's evil, but also sharply dressed. And that was pretty much the end of that segment. Yeah. Uh, we had uh, Carmella and Natalia taking on the uh, tag team of Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch. Man, SmackDown really just uh, their women's division. I'm so bored by it. Very yeah. bored. Like, what happened to Becky Lynch? My goodness. Like, Becky Lynch is so boring. Like, I don't even know who she is anymore. I They, Asuka. Like, everyone bores me, and the most interesting person's Carmella. Asuka should have been on. I know. I'm just going to keep saying that until. Can we just bring fucking Emma to SmackDown? Yeah, just give 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 Emma a chance. Put her on. Yes, put her on SmackDown and just shake it up a little bit. My God, like, come on. It feels really stacked on Raw. It does. And it's about to get even more stacked. I hope, honestly, they move two two women over to SmackDown. I think that would be because who do we have on SmackDown women wise? We have Carmel and Natalia. Charlotte, Becky, Tamina, Tamina, Lana, Naomi. Is that it? That's yes. it. And I feel on Raw, let's see. Let's go through Raw, shall we? Naya, Mickey, Alexa, Sasha, Emma. Bailey. Bailey, Foxy. Dana. Dana, who I don't know where the fuck she is, but yes. And then am I missing someone? No, I, I don't, don't know. think so. I don't think I'm missing anyone. Nope. So, um, though I, at first I was like, no, I am missing someone, but no, I don't think I am. So anyway, the promo shots of that match though. And the upcoming matches with Natalia looked like she had crazy bad dandruff. <laughs> Did you know what I was talking about? No, it I was didn't. like glitter that they put along the part, like in the picture, but it looked like she had really horrible dandruff oh and God. she was also in her male figure skating outfit. But, um, this so they match, changed this match is okay. Yeah. Um, Becky's weave fell out when Carmella dragged her out of the <laughs> I rewound it like three times and just laughed. Oh my god. Because <laughs> it, like, she didn't even pull her hair. It just fell out. And I was like, bitch, are you wearing a clip-in weave? Uh, no. Natalia and Carmella get the win, I believe. No, they don't. Do they? I can't even remember. Yeah, they do. And I remember there was a submission hold of some sort. Oh my God! Fix your women's division SmackDown, please. I uh, please for the love of God. Anyway, uh, we had Mike Kanellis randomly, uh, soon to be father Mike Kanellis, which is why Maria isn't around. Why are you even there now, Mike Kanellis? You know what? I was. <laughs> that's probably exactly what WWE is thinking. Oh. Why are they even there? That didn't even make a lot of sense when both of them were there. My goodness, that gimmick just fell real flat. Um, Mike Canell is taking on Bobby Roode. It was a very um, short match. Um, Corey Graves screaming, can I get a hallelujah? And <laughs> Byron going, hallelujah! And he goes, not you, Saxton. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, what? Afterward. Oh, my God. The Okay, I think the smoke during Bobby Roode's entrance is just hiding the fact that he's standing on a Roomba. Yeah, I think that's what they're uh, they're trying to do. But I mean, also clouds glory in the highest. He is also Jesus. I don't know. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Can you imagine if like Jesus looked like Bobby Roode? I'd be fine with it. I don't know, man. Um, but Corey Short Graves' match. quote of the evening. Yes. Not you, Byron. You lower the value of everything. <laughs> My God. And then Byron going, "You never let me get involved." God, he's like such a sitcom character. He's such an asshole. Oh my god! Uh, Ziggles comes out and uh, cuts with his... a. Jo- <laughs> oh my god! Oh, with the... that was dumb. That was stupid. No, I. The in-ring was promo like, was good. Just him shouting, "Does everybody like me now?" That was great. I enjoyed that. Man, I hope that the match between the two of them is just their entrances. I'm telling you, Ziggles needs to come out. His gear, he just needs to be wearing all black gear, and he needs to come out to no music. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, if he wants to get this point across that flashy entrances aren't everything, it's in-ring skill. That's what he should do. But who am I? I mean, I'm just a guy, I guess. John no, Ping- you're not just a guy. John Pingle, just a guy. No, because isn't Ziggler just a guy? 
No, I feel like Ziggler after last week is no longer just a guy. What was? What did he do last week? He made fun of the Undertaker. Oh yeah, <laughs> I remember now. Um, do you think he'll ever actually do CM Punk? I don't know when they're in, if they're in Chicago. Wait, where's Hell in a Cell? If it's in Chicago, please be in Chicago. It's in Detroit. Damn it! Oh, that would have been so great. That would have been the best. The match would have been immediately over. <laughs> like if he had come out dressed as CM Punk, I would have died. I would because he would have him of all people would have fucking nailed it. Oh my god, that would have been amazing. But uh, let's see here. We had an Usos segment, and ah oh, man, I just love the Usos so much. When did one of them start wearing a bottom grill? I feel like for a while. I never noticed. I don't think Kevin ever noticed. Kevin, podcast listener Kevin, who also has a bottom grill and calls himself the third Uso. The Frankie thir- Uso. It's the, th- it's the third Uso. Okay. The third Uso. I, the truce. But yeah, the Usos came out and they did just like a fire promo. Yeah. And then New Day comes out and my note is I want to be as happy about life as Kofi looks on TV every week. Oh man, the I want these like uh, if there was a chant, I would say fight forever. I want these teams to just fight forever because their promos are great, their matches are fantastic, uh, their I, chemistry is amazing. Yes, it's very good. I'm very excited. Uh, the New Day claimed that they would leave the Usos in a pile of their own day one ish. Uh, very nice, good stuff all around. Um. I, again, I just don't have it in me this week. I just don't. I don't have it. It's just when you add lyrics, unnecessary lyrics to um, a song. Like the Uso song, you know, it was great already. And then you added the lyrics, which is the Usos. That was great. That was good stuff. Uh, Excellent but stuff. You change a perfect theme song to a new theme song that is not as good. And then you add dumb lyrics to it. And you have... Uh, <sighs> Big Breakfast's new song, which is really bad. It's just very, very not good. He's a disappointing breakfast. It is very disappointing. I I ordered hash browns. Those are hash browns. No, they're not. They're country potatoes. That's what we oh. call. That's what we call hash browns here. Well, fuck your establishment. That actually happened to me once. Oh my god! It was a fucking nightmare. I'm like, what are you talking about? These are whole potatoes. They're not fucking hash browns. Anyways, Big Breakfast, Baron Corbin taking on Ty Dillinger and Ty Dillinger. With a giant jobber's entrance. Yeah, but um, Ty gets the win, so that's good. I feel like Ty has a case. I mean, he's he. I cannot believe he is not in this match. It's not a triple threat match. He's been in. They keep playing in this angle like every week. He's been an integral part of the storyline, and he's not fucking in the match. It's insane. So Ty gets the win. Big Breakfast is angry. I don't know. When is he not angry? Um, we I have... bet you Big Breakfast has never had Taco Bell breakfast. Oh, man. And I that's love... why he hasn't discovered the greatest breakfast of all breakfasts. God, I love Taco Bell breakfast. Other than birthday cake. Yeah, true. Very true. Um, Handsome Rusev and Aiden English are in the ring. A lot of promos this week in wrestling. Yeah. My goodness. Um... It's a happy Rusev Day still. Every day is Rusev Day. Yes. And I decided that as much as I hate hashtags for people's weddings, mine is going to be happy Rusev Day. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Um, Not a silly pun or anything like that to go with my me and Tim Don's last name. Um, anyway. It'll just happy Rusev Day. <laughs> uh, Rusev. Man, I, Rusev's just the best. He's also very handsome. I don't know if we had stated that before. Uh, but uh, Randy Orton comes out, and we have another Aiden English-Randy Orton match. And Aiden English, when he wrestles Randy Orton, he gets a shit in, <laughs> for yeah, sure. Yeah, he does. It's he gets, great. He gets his, yeah, I know. I almost wonder if Randall's like, look, I'm going to beat you with an RKO out of nowhere. Why don't you just get all your shit in? You might as <laughs> I mean, I wonder if he does that. He's like, you might as well get just get your, your shit sh- in, you skinny fucker. I mean, you might as well. I mean, and if he does do that, good for him. Aiden uh, English is too skinny. Is he? Is he? Um, is he new Adams Cole skinny? Too skinny? Because my God, Adam Cole, eat a hamburger. No, Aiden. Well, it, it might be the same if he was tan. 
but yeah. he's like super pasty and really skinny. Yeah. But he's got a good I'm drop waiting because I couldn't tell what Aiden English had on his tights this week. I'm just waiting for the week he comes out where one whole leg of his tights is just the scream painting. <laughs> that would be my favorite thing. Because <laughs> uh, he already did Starry Night. Yes. Young Randall gets the win with RKO. <laughs> Young Randall? Hardly. Oldish Randall gets the win with RKO. And uh, there you go. <laughs> Oldish Randall. Uh, Sammy Zayn uh, goes up to his dad, Shane, and says, Dad, don't do not do it, Dad. That guy's bad news. And he says, hey, Dad Shane's got it, Sammy. It's all good. And then we get a uh, Shane McMahon, Kevin Owens face-off. Which, I ended uh, my notes after the last thing. Oh, after Sammy? Yeah, because I didn't want to see Kevin Owens and Shane McMahon again. All right. Well, I will uh, run it down real quick. Shane McMahon in the ring by himself, uh, running down Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens doesn't show up, so he runs him down some more. And then Kevin Owens comes. He does the shield entrance. And he says, here comes the money. Here comes the real money. Money, 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 money. Wow, what a terrible entrance theme. Uh and he kind of uh, gets Shane to follow him because he leaves. He's like, nah, I'm not going to come down there. And he leaves. So Shane goes, all right, I'm going to f- come and fight you then. So he he takes the bait and Kevin Owens beats him up and puts him through a table um, up by the merch merchandise. Then uh, Kevin gets into the ring. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Before this, uh, Shane McMahon says he's upping the stakes of their Hell in the Cell match. And it's going to be a fall count anywhere hell in the cell match, which um, doesn't make any sense. Really makes absolutely no sense. So is he going to pin him on top of the cage? Is that what it is? Is he going to fall off and pin him? I don't know. It just seems very strange. And I'm not all all I know is the title of the episode after this better be dads in a cell or dads in a cell or no it's just dads in a cell that's all i have for right now at least dads in a cell it has been written down um i can't remember (sighs) oh colonel charlie was the other one colonel charlie is the episode title for this week dads in a cell is going to be the title of the episode after helen oh okay all right okay so um kevin owens is in the ring Shane McMahon makes his way back to the ring and uh, receives a headbutt via Kevin Owens. He headbutts two McMahons. So there you go. And that's kind of how that ends. Do you want to talk about Hell in the Cell? Do you want me to go through the card? Maybe you have any predictions? Um, I do know that I better be fucking watching the pre-show the because pre-show. Mojo Rowley. Oh, God. Oh, my God. My phone turned off. John, dropping the fucking ball. Mojo Rowley. Why isn't it playing? If I say it three times and he doesn't appear, I'm going to start crying. I don't know what's happening. It's not It's not playing. I'm literally hitting the button and it's not doing it. Is it plugged in? It is plugged in. You just made the list. There we yeah, go. Yeah, wow. Mojo Rally. And Zack Ryder going again. You just made the list. I'll play it again for you. There you go. Oh, I love Mojo Rally so much. So Mojo was, and Zach. He was texting me when I was in Portland. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he was like, <laughs> he's like, I'm in Boise. And I'm like... That's like six hours away in a drive, you idiot. He's like, oh, you're near me. And I'm like, no, we're not near each other at all. He's like, well, I'll be in Tacoma tomorrow. And I was like, I'll be in San Jose again. (laughs) He doesn't know his geography, poor dude. That's okay. So uh, the Hype Bros taking on Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin. My goodness. Is there an R in Benjamin? Did I say it again with Benjamin? How do I say it? Benjamin? Benjamin. Why do I say it like that? I don't know. It's like my mom... Benjamin. My mom can't say Stuart. Benjamin. Benjamin. How do you say the name Stuart? Stuart. Thank you. Stuart. My mom says, my mom says Stort. Stort? That's not even <laughs> remotely correct. She says Stort. No. Come on. Yeah. And she thinks that that's the... I'm like, Mom, say Stuart. And she goes, Stort. Like, she can't say it. And she thinks that's how you're supposed to so say weird. it. So weird. And I asked, I asked my great aunt, we were like out to dinner and I asked my great aunt who is like 90 something years old. I was like, Aunt Joan, I was like, mom, if Aunt Joan says it's Stuart, she's the oldest person in this like 10 mile radius right now. If she says it's Stuart, it's Stuart. And I was like, how do you say this name? And I wrote it down. She was like, Stuart. And I looked at my mom and I was like, mom, you were the only person that says Stuart. Stuart. I think it's like her and one other person. I think it may be my grandpa, but my grandmother says Stuart. Huh. 
It's super weird. I don't know why she says it like that, but it's like impossible. I'm like, mom, slow it down. Steward. She goes, Stuart. <laughs> it's weird. I don't understand. But um, uh, what do you think? Is this the end of the hype, bros? I don't care. I love Mojo Rally. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Um, Do you think, uh, who who do you have between uh, the Falks, Count Anywhere, Hell in a Cell match between Shane, the dads in a cell? Dads in a cell. Sorry. Um, hmm. I I mean, I feel like Kevin Owens is going to win this. But I mean, I that's the like main event. I feel like if Kevin event. Owens wins it, it's just like, where is the plot going to go regarding like far enough? Like, I don't true. know. True. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I mean, it's at least so far Shane can go as an active wrestler. True. Does Shinsuke win the WWE Championship? And does Jinder inevitably get fired afterwards? I don't think he'll get fired afterwards. But what the fuck th- is he going to do? I don't Just Jinder around. I don't know. <laughs> there was a rumor. Um, I don't know if this is true or not, but if it is, my goodness, that Jinder might hold the WWE Championship until WrestleMania. <laughs> Could you imagine? My God, that would be... What kind of a joke with, oh, man. I wouldn't even be mad. Like, if that's the plan, do it. Just fucking do it. Dreams uh, do come true. And we we have the other Hell in a Cell match, which is uh, the New Day defending the Tag Team Championships against the Usos. Do we see another title change? Or there do was you just think... a title change, but I just want the Usos to have all the nice things. I do, too. I always would like them to have the nice things. Uh, so Natalia's losing the championship, right? Yeah, fucking good. All right, cool. Uh, AJ versus Big Banter. Do you think AJ retains? I think he does. I think he retains, too. Um, I just want Big Banter to go to hell. Wow. He um, yeah, I, I, do you think do you think Carmel's going to cash in? Oh, very I want to see. I want to see the belt on Carmella. I didn't think about that. Well, maybe we'll see. I wouldn't be surprised if she did. I almost want Natalia to retain and then Charlotte to like kick her in the face and leave, and then Carmella to cash in. That'd be great. Because Natalia's a great wrestler. It's just she belongs behind the scenes. She's a terrible performer. I don't like. Yeah. She's just so bad. Her facial expressions, everything that comes out of her mouth. She's just awful. She's terrible and forced, and I can't handle it. Bobby Roode taking on Dolph Ziggler. Uh, I've heard Ziggles is on the way out, which was, is what it sounds like here. So uh, doing the J-O-B probably. See you later. And then Randy Orton versus Rusev. Randy, Rand, oldish Randall will win this match. Oldish Randall. So let's talk about NXT, shall we? Yes, we shall. All of the matches were great. My goodness. This was... Uh... This was fun. This was a fun. I'm I'm glad we're watching NXT again. My question is, wait, so okay, so it opens with iconic. Yes. Um, which is Billy, Billy Kay, Kay and Peyton, Peyton Royce. Royce. Yes. Um, it's up to you and I to decide which one of us is which. Um, against what seems to be just Ruby Riot when they had said last week that it was going to be Ruby Riot and Nikki Cross. Yes, but and she just they started the match beforehand. And I was like, wait, so Cross is just allowed to show up whenever the fuck she wants. Apparently so. She is insanity. So she is a crazy person. Um, so I mean, she's I don't know. Like a cat. Basically. Yeah, I'm sure she would love that comparison. Just come and go. She pleases. Basically. Um. So, yeah, I mean. This is basically a handicap match for a decent amount of the match. Nikki Cross finally Man, makes her way. Iconic knows how to fucking phone it in. <laughs> wow. Really? Those facial expressions are so campy. <laughs> like, they're just so uh, over the top. Like, they'll deliver the moves, but then they're, it's just their, their, perform- like their character performance is just so hammed up. <laughs> Like, there's no way they're not aware of how stupid they look. I'm sure they are aware. They're fully aware. Uh, what do you think of this, um, of Ruby Riot's finisher? I, um, it's like a short arm Pele kick. I don't know if I like it. I feel like she's capable of better. I agree. I mean, it's an interesting move, but I don't think it's a finishing move. But, uh, I don't know. Uh, can we yeah. please talk about the microphone skills of Lars Sullivan? Dude, right? What? I know. I was I so shocked. I was totally shocked. I was like, wait a second. Wait I was a like, second. oh, no. Here we go. We're going to expose this guy in an interview. And I went, oh, he's very well spoken. Yeah, he's very well spoken. Guess who isn't? Fucking 
big breakfast. Hey, I'm not going to argue with that, but uh, <laughs> Lars Sullivan, hey man, get a better finisher. I don't even think his finisher is that bad, but he's on his way. I like it. He's very good. Controlled Fury, I believe is what it uh what he said, something like that. Yeah, it was very he was very impressive. Yes. Uh Zelina Vega interview where she's uh it's so funny because she's from um I don't think she's from Brooklyn, but I know she's from I think she's from the Bronx. And you can tell. <laughs> oh, and you can tell. You can tell just with her accent. Um and uh she, you know, just basically runs down Johnny Gargano. So uh, she's dead to me. Dude, Johnny Gargano's tweet today where he was like, everything is possible and this and this and this and like all this motivational shit. And then Dustin was like, you're an inspiration to me every day, Johnny. (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, uh, his Cleveland (laughs) Indians, his Cleveland Indians just shut out the Yankees in the uh, in the first game of uh, the series in the playoffs here. So he's probably real happy. Old John boy. John boy. Uh, Leo Rush. Holy shit. Leo Rush comes out. Everybody loves it. Good pop. Yeah, he comes out. And then as soon as Aleister Black's music plays, everyone goes, oh, shit, this is a match we're going to get. This is going to be amazing. It'll be a total barn burner. Just kidding. And then Velveteen Dream just ruins everyone's dreams. They are just shitty dreams. They're not Velveteen. He is borderline offensive. Uh, Can we please talk about that fucking elbow drop? My God. Right? Dude, get more height, please. I think you'll hit the ceiling next time. Jesus Christ. Good Lord. The Purple Rainmaker. I like it. I like the pun. And I, I just love hearing I Morrow say Rainmaker. Like I got to give him kudos for his performance in that gimmick. It's very, it's, he's very good, but I do think it's teetering on almost being offensive. All right. Fair enough. Like, like, you know, when Biggie was riding that thing where it was like, he was like Biggie, which was between funny and gross. Yes. He's like right on there. Well, I mean, that might be the point. We'll see. Yeah, we will see. We'll see going forward. I'm fine with this uh, Velveteen Dream, Alistair Black. I'm I'm interested to see that match. So, uh, yeah. Um, Carrie Sane. Is it Carrie? Carrie. Kyrie. Kyrie. There we go. I remember I looked at, looked at it and I went, it's Kyrie. You and break then, it down like Kyrie. Yeah. And then you say it Kyrie. Kyrie. Mm-hmm. Kyrie Sane taking on Aaliyah. Uh, man. Uh, Kyrie hit her with an elbow in the throat. Like, it was almost like a crossbody elbow to the throat. I was like, Jesus. Dude, Aaliyah is good. Yeah, she's improved a lot. She has improved so much. I always love her gear. Like, she's she was the perfect person to pick. As much as I didn't want her to, like, job to Kyrie saying, she didn't. Yeah. She, like, put in a good amount of moves. Yes. And it was the perfect person for her to go, for Kyrie to go against. I'm really glad it wasn't a squash match. Yeah. Because Aaliyah is significantly better than a lot of the homegrown talent. There you go. I don't she's, disagree. She, she's great. And she worked on the indies for some stuff, too, to practice. Yeah. And I'm like, you go. You perfect your craft. <laughs> she had that. What was it? That bridge over her knee? Yeah. That looked great. That did look great. It looked great. She has a bunch of. And she, when she when she pulls off moves, she pulls off moves. Like, yes, she's she good. She's yeah. got a lot of promise. But that elbow drop, though, Bailey can fucking suck it. <laughs> My God. The insane elbow. Holy moly. We had two insane elbow drops. This was just elbow drop week. But, yeah, it gets the and win. She's great. adorable. She's great. I got to uh, – I'm going to try and – this weekend, I think I'm going to try and uh, finish up the May Young Classic because I didn't – I didn't like how they dropped the May Young Classic. It was like, here's four episodes, and then three days later, it was like, here's four more episodes. Yeah, that's really weird. I don't like that. I think that turned, turned me off to it, but <clears throat> I will go revisit it. And we had the main event, which was Drew McIntyre defending the NXT Championship against Roderick Strong. Did you have to roll the R? No, I didn't. <laughs> Okay, so I think this is the best match Roderick Strong has had in NXT. Um, I also think it's the best match he's had in, in a long time. It was that kick in the corner, like, up into his chest. Jesus. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, they... That match was fire. And the other thing that I liked was, I mean, Roderick has given up a lot of height to Drew. 
but it didn't feel like he was. And I really enjoyed that aspect to it where he is a smaller dude, but it felt like he was going toe to toe with him. And I enjoyed that. And there was that, um, the, the backbreaker under the steps. That was insane. Just this whole match was very good. We got the indie handshake at the end. Uh, and then I'm not even going to call them whatever they're, what is it? Undisputed era? Got whatever. Uh, Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, and Bobby Fish come out. And... Bobby Fish. Oh, God damn it. John. Yeah, well, my phone turns off if I don't use it. Why are you not using your phone you at all times today? Because I'm trying to pay attention to the fucking podcast we're doing. Bobby Fish. You just made the list. So, there we go. So they say, uh, they tell Roddy that uh, he knows where he belongs. And I don't know what that means, but it probably means that uh, he belongs with them. He he belongs with them. Sure, why not? Right? Why not? Um, do you remember that time Red Dragon was the boys to Dalton Castle? Yes, I do remember that. It was great. Good times. <laughs> um, I'm going to tell you right now. I mean, this is a little spoilery for uh, the future, but at uh, the next NXT TakeOver uh, is called War Games. And uh, Lil, Lil John Pingle, who grew up on WCW and NWA, is very, very happy about this. Um, Lil John Pingle. Yeah, I am so happy. Dare I say, Lil John Boy. Lil John Boy. I'm just very excited to uh, to have the War Games match finally make its uh, return to. I don't know. I mean, other promotions do it. I'm just happy to finally see it in in a WWE ring. There you go. We won't give any spoilers away on that, but um, that card looks pretty good so far. Uh, we got questions. Yes, we do. Let me pull those up. Um, so I had them. You had them. Oh, no. Yeah. Fuck off. Um, I have. Okay. So one, it comes from Chris Brazilian Fury. I've heard of him. Um, Brazilian with an S in all caps. I would read it in all caps, but I am kind of hungry and tired. When will we ever get to see the entirety of Legal Eagle Drew Gulak's PowerPoint presentation? Oh, man. I hope soon. I mean, Real right? soon. Yeah. I hope has to very be. soon. I feel like I feel like over the course of time they'll squeeze in a little bit more and more and more until it's done. Yeah. And then and then when it's done, he's like, I don't know. He he reaches his next form. Um the Regal Beagle. Oh my god. <laughs> That's what he, he goes full on Regal Beagle. Regal um, Beagle. Game changer, trailblazer, wildcard. Um I could go on. Um Dan says, Dan is a Yeti, uh, today has been a very stupid day, so I want to ask a positive question. What moments in wrestling have made you feel the happiest? Well, let well, me, Dan, hold on, let me, let me cut you off here. Uh, Dan, fuck dude, I, uh, I saw about your bad day, and I'm sorry about that. That, uh, that sucks a lot, but, uh, hopefully we can, we can bring you some positivity go ahead the power of positivity i was going to say yeah my week has been pretty shitty so far um i've been kind of sad this whole week but um favorite moments in wrestling have made me feel the happiest watching people that i care about succeed watching chuck taylor win the pwg championship obviously watching my friend carl get the internet title at apw just watching people who work really hard getting somewhere and I think that's my favorite that makes me feel the happiest because then I, I feel like it's it, it's not just it's you can feel the happiness of the other person, if that makes sense. But obviously, obviously, number one is just Chuck Taylor winning the PWG title. What about you, John? Uh, let's see, Dan. Moments that have made me the happiest, that made me feel the happiest. Watching uh, Sting wrestle live and for the very first time at uh, the WrestleMania in Santa Clara here. Uh, that was made me very happy let's see what else what else makes me very uh oh i got a good one um the uh <laughs> when uh chikara came back oh my god when what uh, a way to come back when uh just that whole yeah it was amazing that was great when icarus was holding the sign tell him that we're all coming back even talking about it now, I get very excited about it because I was so into Chikara at the time. Uh, not so much anymore. But anyway, I, that was I was very, yes, very happy about that. Um, and what else? Uh, when Punk beat Cena at that 
Money in the Bank in Chicago. That was amazing. So, you know, there's a there's a bunch of times. Even, you know what, another, like, throwback one, when Ron Simmons beat Vader in WCW to become the first African-American uh, world champion in wrestling. I just thought of another one of mine. That is touching, though. When Dean Ambrose won the WWE championship. Oh, yeah. And I was running around my kitchen just screaming and crying. I sent John a Snapchat, and my hands were just shaking. <laughs> it was it was an embarrassing moment. Um but yeah, I mean like that's a really good that's a really good question. I feel like I already knew the answer like immediately because nothing will ever make me feel that happy and that proud and that just happy for somebody, but obviously Chuck Taylor cuz he's the best. Yes. Um the last question, do we want to do the last question too? Well, the, I want to it uh, first I want to um I want to give uh, Mike's question a shout out here, which okay. is uh, when you think about it, burning hammer doesn't make sense, right? If someone is hitting me with a hammer, fire isn't a big concern. And uh, I agree, Mike. I feel like, but I mean, like, I feel like it might be a concern because it is a hammer that is on fire that is coming at you. Um, so I feel like that's that's a bit of a concern. And uh, the last question is from Alan, and he says, um, could you review King of Pro Wrestling on the 9th? That would be great. And, um, yeah, I think I can do that. I mean, if Marianne wants to watch, when is when is the, is this, is this uh, oh, that's on the 9th. Ooh, that's on Sunday. I will watch this, yeah. It's New Japan's next event that they have. Uh, main event is uh, Okada taking on Evil for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. Ever. And a lot of tag matches, but one I'm very interested in is um, the Funky Future, which is um, Trevor and uh, Taguchi, which is it's Ricochet and Taguchi. I was gonna say which Trevor? You have to you have to be it's shitty Trevor or Trevor Lee. <laughs> Um, taking on Rapongi 3K, which is a mystery team. Uh, after um, because we know that Rapongi Vice is no more. Because, R.I.P. That makes me so sad. Because Beretta is uh, he is uh, a heavyweight now. Um, Rocky Romero heavyweight meat tits Beretta. He uh, Rocky Romero approached uh, the Funky Future and said, um, "I'm gonna bring in a new team to challenge you guys." So we don't know who this team is. Uh, that should be interesting. I wonder if it's going to be, will it be Rocky Romero and somebody else? I would be, oh my goodness. What if it's, and I can't remember their names right now. What if it's the Tempura Boys? That would be very mm, Tempura sounds good right now. The Tempura Boys. That would be very interesting if it was them. I'm just going to I'm going to make a prediction and say it's the Tempura Boys. Let's go with that. How about that? So yes, we will review that or I will review it. We'll talk about it next week for sure. Um we got anything else? I don't think there's anything. They did some card changes for PWG for All-Star weekend. Oh, did they? As we were recording, they did some card changes. Um let me look back at this. Um, there will be some slight changes to the card for night one of All-Star Weekend 13. Penta L0M has been added oh. to night one. Uh, Sammy Guevara versus Flamita versus Ray Horace will now be a three-way match. All right. Jonah Rock now takes on Keith Lee. Okay. The Chosen Bros face the Lucha Brothers for yes. the PWG tag titles on night one of All-Star Weekend Hell 13. Hell yes. Let's do it. That sounds great. Now, I'm a... Uh... I'm I'm at PWG's site right now, and I can still buy general admission tickets for night one. You're shitting me. Go to it right now. I'm not even. Joking. I don't even want to. It's that not, makes me so upset. It's not sold out. Night one that is, is not so sold out. bizarre. Um, and that's, do you think that's why they added something to night one? I don't know. I'm almost kind of wanting. Why was I like, man? I wanted to go to night two. Well, the main the main event, and then I feel like there's some vaulters on. Oh no, vaulters on both nights. Who was it that I was like, oh, I want to go to night two, but night one looks pretty good. I don't know. I'm probably not gonna buy it. <laughs> That would just be John. too much. No, it'd be too much. I'm flying down. I that would be three weeks of me going to LA. Three weeks in a row. Which I mean I'm not complaining about, but also I don't want to do that. 
I mean, I kind of do. But anyway, okay. So we're done. This is it. I'm calling it. Uh, you can like us on Facebook and you can follow us on Twitter, Tornado Tag Radio. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at JP Thrice. And you can follow Marianne on Twitter. And Instagram. And Instagram. I know they're different, so I didn't Sailor, know. Wanted... Sailor Moonsault for Twitter and Sailor Dot with a little period in between. Moonsault for Instagram. There you go. You can subscribe yes. to us on iTunes and Stitcher. Search Tornado Tag Radio, rate and review us as well. Uh, subscribe to us on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash the N-O-T-L-G. Finally North, they do our music. Shout out to them, soundcloud.com slash finally north. Uh, com. Buy one of our Tornado Tag Radio shirts. That would be great. Uh, support TTR and all the other podcasts. Um, for now, on patreon.com slash N-O-T-L-G. I think uh, we might be splitting them all into separate ones. What do you think Excellent. about that, Marianne? We could uh, do some exclusive tornado tag radio Patreon. Can we? Stuff. Can we? Do you think we would get in trouble for doing day one as glittery H? Um, as a Patreon thing? Oh no, never mind. I was thinking about. You're shirts. just thinking of shirts. I'm always thinking about merch. All right. Um, Sorry. Huge shout out to Chris. <laughs> Brazilian Fury, and a huge shout-out to M.A. Solko, both uh, becoming our newest Patreons. Thank you. But, uh, yeah, I don't know why I said but. Because we might be switching it to, to I haven't really thought about it. This is a this is a two-hour-ago me thinking of something. But, anyway, join us again. Oh, not next week. Marianne, we might have to record a day early. Okay. We'll see. We'll see, everyone. I don't know what's going to happen, but uh, hopefully we will record 141 next week. And we'll have it for you. Um, maybe or a at day least early, a little bit of something. or something. Maybe we'll do a hell in the cell. Something I don't know. Well, obviously, dad's in a cell. Dad's in a cell. We'll figure it out, um, and we will uh, talk to you guys later. And there, Marianne, there's only one thing left to do. So, if you ring the bell. <laughs> This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit NLTLG.com.